听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎来到轻松调频美文阅读 ，More to Read， 我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文学英语。今天让我们先来听美国著名作家马克吐温的一句话，接着来欣赏中国唐代大诗人李白的代表作品《将进酒》，最后为大家选读的是美国作家埃尔弗雷德·卡金的一篇文章《A Walker in the City》，城市里的漫游者。More to read. 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote. 世界上最好的事是生来走运。马克·吐温。马克·吐温原名萨缪尔·兰亨·克莱门，一八三五年出生于美国的密苏里州，一九一零年去世，是美国著名的作家、演说家，美国批判现实主义文学的奠基人，在不同的时期。马克·吐温的作品风格迥异，从最初的轻松幽默到尖酸讽刺，最后陷入绝望与强烈。在40年的创作生涯中，马克·吐温写出了十多部长篇小说、几十部短篇小说以及其他题材的大量作品。《哈克贝利·费恩历险记》是他优秀的作品，曾被美国小说家海明威誉为是第一部真正的美国文学。The very best thing in all this world that can befall a man is to be born lucky. Mark Twain. 世界上最好的事是生来走运。马克·吐温。More to read. 闭上双眼，静静聆听，敞开心扉，慢慢品味。将进酒，李白。君不见，黄河之水天上来，奔流到海不复回。君不见，高堂明镜悲白发。朝如青丝暮成雪，人生得意须尽欢，莫使金樽空对月。天生我材必有用，千金散尽还复来。烹羊宰牛且为乐，会须一饮三百杯。岑夫子。丹丘生，强金酒，杯莫停。与君歌一曲，请君为我倾耳听。
，钟鼓馔玉不足贵，但愿长醉不复醒。古来圣贤皆寂寞，唯有饮者留其名。陈王昔时宴平乐，斗酒十千恣欢谑。主人何谓言少钱？径须沽取对君酌。无花马，千金裘。呼儿将出换美酒，与尔同销万古愁。Libai, can't you see yellow rivers? Water comes from the sky, rushes into the sea, and never returns to the eye. Can't you see in the hall high? You look into the mirror bright, finding to your surprise, in the morning your hair is silk. Black, but in the evening, it turns snow white. So, when in life you are successful, you should enjoy yourself to the full, and don't let your golden goblet empty under moonlight. God has given me talent; I should use it to my heart's content. More money will come to me when it is spent. Cook a sheep, kill a cow. Let us have a good time right now. We should drink three hundred goblets without making a row. Chen Fuzi, Dan Chu Sheng, dear friends of mine, I drink you a toast. Please drink. To your utmost, let me sing you a song. Please listen to me along. Wealth and honors are nothing but junk. I only wish to get drunk and never to be awake. Since ancient times, saints and sages have been obscure. Only good drinkers remain famous. To be sure, once Prince Chen gave a banquet at Temple Ping Le, spent ten thousand golden coins for a cast of liquor, just for happiness and joy. Why should the host say money is too tight? Call out the boy with my gaudy steed and dear fur coat. To buy some good wine, and drink together with you to quench eternal grief, and to relieve a long suppressed sigh. We just heard the song "Chang Jin Jiu." 出自中国唐代著名诗人李白，中文版本
由轻松调频的主持人小斐为您朗诵，英文版本由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读，由张炳兴翻译。《将进酒》是唐代著名浪漫主义诗人李白沿用乐府古题创作的一首七言歌行。此诗思想内容非常深沉，艺术表现非常成熟，在同题作品中影响最大。诗人豪饮高歌，借酒消愁。抒发了忧愤深广的人生感慨，诗中交织着失望与自信、悲愤与抗争的情怀，体现出诗人强烈的豪纵狂放的个性。整首诗情感饱满，无论喜怒哀乐，其奔涌迸发均如江河流泻，不可遏制，且起伏跌宕，变化剧烈，在手法上多用夸张，且常以巨额数词修饰。既表现出诗人豪迈洒脱的情怀，又使诗作本身显得笔墨酣畅、抒情有力，在结构上大开大合、张弛有度，充分体现了李白七言歌行的豪放特色。Drinking you a toast, Li Bai. Can't you see yellow rivers? Water comes from the sky. Rushes into the sea, and never returns to the eye. Can't you see, in the hall high, you look into the mirror bright, finding to your surprise, in the morning your hair is silk black, but in the evening it turns snow white. So, when? In life, you are successful. You should enjoy yourself to the full, and don't let your golden goblet empty under moonlight. God has given me talent; I should use it to my heart's content. More money will come to me when it is spent. Cook a sheep, kill a cow. Let us have a good time right now. We should drink three hundred goblets without making a row. Chen Fuzi, Dan Chu Sheng, dear friends of mine, I drink you a toast. Please drink to your utmost. Let me sing you a song. Please listen to me along. Wealth. And honors are nothing but junk. I only wish to get drunk, and never to be awake. Since ancient times, saints and sages have been obscure. Only good drinkers remain famous, to be sure. Once, Prince Chen gave a banquet at Temple Ping Le. Spent ten thousand golden coins for a cast of liquor, just for happiness and joy. Why should the host say money is too tight? Call out the boy, with my gaudy steed and dear fur coat, to buy some good wine, and drink together with you to quench eternal grief, and to relieve. A long suppressed sigh.
的世界，用心用心聆听。Beauty of words。埃尔弗雷德·卡金出生于一九一五年，一九九八年去世。美国作家和文学评论家，尤以美国文学批评和自传作品著称。卡金出生俄裔犹太移民家庭，生于纽约，卒于纽约。大萧条时就读于纽约市立学院，后成为自由书评人。27岁时，他出版了风靡美国的《扎根本土》（On Native Grounds）， 声名鹊起。卡金还写了三部自传性的著作，《城市里的漫游者》（A Walker in the City）、《始自30年代》（Starting Out in the Thirties） 和《纽约犹太人》（New York Jew）。其中，《城市里的漫游者》。也就是我们接下来要读到的文章，以抒情的笔调描写了他青年时期在纽约布鲁克林的布朗斯维尔的经历。卡金身处黑人贫困区，往返于贫困与繁华之间，一种难言的情愫通过朴素的文字直达读者心间。好，下面呢就让我们一起来读一下《城市里的漫游者》当中的节选片段，中文版本由宁一中翻译。A Walker in the City。Alfred Kazin, 城市里的漫游者，埃尔弗雷德·卡金。We were of the city, but somehow not in it. Whenever I went off on my favorite walk to Highland Park in the American district to the north on the border of Queens, and climbed the hill to the old reservoir from which I could look straight across to the skyscrapers of Manhattan, I saw New York as a foreign city. There, brilliant and unreal, the city had its life, as Bronxville was ours. 我们属于这个城市，却又莫名置身其外。我最喜欢的散步之旅是前往北部毗邻皇后区的美国区高地公园，爬上小山，抵达历史久远的水库，从那里可以一览无余地看到曼哈顿的摩天大楼。每每此时，我看纽约，就像看一座陌生的城市。那里五光十色，似梦似幻，有他自己的生活方式，就像布朗斯维尔是我们生活的地方。That the two were joined in me, I never knew then, not even on those glorious summer nights of my last weeks in high school, when with what an ache. I would come back into Brownsville along Liberty Avenue, and as soon as I could see blocks ahead of me, the Labor Lyceum, the malted milk and Fatima signs over the candy stores, the old women in their house dresses sitting in front of the tenements like priestesses of an ancient cult, knew I was home. 我当时并未意识到，在我心中，这两者已融为一体。即便在我高中最后几周那些明媚的夏夜。我都未意识到，那些夜晚，我怀着某种隐痛，沿着自由大道回到布朗斯维尔，一看到几个街区之外的劳工学会糖果店上挂着的麦乳精和法蒂玛招牌，还有穿着家居服像古老宗教的女祭司般坐在廉租公寓前的老太太们，我就知道，我到家了。We were the end of the line. We were the children of the immigrants who had camped at the city's back door, in New York's rawest, remotest, cheapest ghetto, enclosed on one side by the Canarsie Flats and on the other 
by the hallowed middle-class districts that show the way to New York. 我们住在街道的尽头。我们是移民的后代。移民一般蜗居在城市的后院，处于纽约最原始、最偏远、最不值钱的贫民区。一边被卡纳西公寓楼堵着，另一边被受人仰视的中产区包围，而那里是去纽约的路。New York was what we put last on our address. But first, in thinking of the others around us, they were New York, the Gentiles, America. We were Bronzeville, Bronzeville, as the old folks said, the dust of the earth to all Jews with money, and notoriously a place that measured all success by our skill in getting away from it. New York 二字在我们写地址时是最后写上的，但在想到我们周围的人时，却是首先想起的。他们是纽约人，是非犹太人，是美国人，而我们是布朗斯维尔人，老人们口中的布伦兹维尔人。对所有有钱的犹太人来说，我们就是地上的尘埃。大家都知道，谁能成功摆脱这里，谁就是成功者。So that's when poor Jews left. Even Negroes, as we said, found it easy to settle on the margins of Brownsville, and with the coming of spring, bands of gypsies who'd rent empty stores, hand their rugs around them like a desert tent, and bring a dusty and faintly sinister air of carnival into our neighborhood. 因此，贫穷的犹太人离开后，甚至连人称黑鬼的都发现很容易在布朗斯维尔的边缘地带安身。春天一到。还会有成群结队的吉普赛人租用空着的小店铺，在店铺周围挂上挂毯，弄得就像沙漠帐篷，也给当地带来尘土飞扬，透出些许不祥气息的狂欢。For all those first summer walks into the city, all daily walks across the bridge for years afterward, when I came to leave Brownsville at last, were efforts to understand one single half hour at dusk. On a dark winter day, the year I was fourteen. 夏日出道时，我常常步行进城，而那以后的那些年，每天走过大桥，我都在努力理解一个阴沉冬日暮色降临的那半个小时。那年我十四岁，终于要离开布朗斯维尔了。There had been some school excursion that day to City Hall and the courts of Lower New York. And looking up at the green dome of the sky as we came into Park Row, I found myself separated from the class, and decided to go it across the bridge alone. I remember holding a little red volume of the world's greatest selected short stories in my hand as I started out under the arcade of the municipal building. 那天，学校组织了一次去市政厅和纽约下城法院参观的短途游。进入公园大道后，我抬头望着绿色穹顶般的天空，发现自己与班上同学走散了，因此决定独自过桥。我记得从市政大楼拱廊下出发时，我手里拿着一本小小的红色世界最佳短篇故事集。Suddenly, I felt lost and happy as I went up another flight of steps, passed under the arches of the tower, and waited. Next to a black barrel, 
The trolleys clanged and clanged. Every angry stork car below sounded its horn as they all poked their way along the bridge. The trains crackled and thundered over my right shoulder. A clock across the street showed its lighted face. Along the fire escapes of the building were sculptured figures of runners and baseball players, of prize fighters flexing their muscles and wearing their championship belts. 我又爬上一段台阶，穿过高塔的拱门，在一个黑桶旁等候。突然间，感觉迷茫，但又快活。有轨电车哐啷哐啷驶过，桥下面每一辆熄火等候的小汽车都愤怒地按着喇叭，挤着驶过大桥。火车在我右上方隆隆驶过，发出咣当咣当的响声。街对过一座钟的钟面闪着光亮。大楼太平梯沿线摆放着一些雕塑，有跑步运动员、棒球运动员，还有展示自己肌肉、系着冠军腰带的职业拳击手。But from that platform under the tower, the way ahead was strange. Only the electric sign of the Jewish Daily Forward, burning high over the tenements of the east side, suddenly stilled the riot in my heart as I saw the cables leap up to the tower. Saw those great mesh triangles leap up and up, higher and still higher. Lord, my Lord, when will they cease to drive me up with them in their flight? Somewhere below, they were roasting coffee, handling spices. The odor was in the pillars, in the battered wooden planks of the promenade under my feet, in the blackness unwelling from the river. But from the top of the tower, 前面的路却显得奇怪，只有《犹太前进日报》高挂的电光招牌在纽约东区旧式公寓楼上闪耀着，突然平息了我心中的狂潮。当我看到电缆伸向塔顶，看到那些网状的三角形一直向上越伸越高，我的天哪！他们在拉着我一起飞升，何时才能停止？塔下某处。人们在烘焙咖啡、处理香料，那香味萦绕着根根柱子，渗透进我脚下人行大道上那些磨损了的木板，弥漫在河上涌起的黑暗里。Never again would I walk Brooklyn Bridge without smelling that coffee, those spices. The trolley car clanged, 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 taking me home in Bronxville from the bridge. 打那以后。每次走过布鲁克林大桥，我都能闻到那咖啡和那些香料的味道。有轨电车哐啷哐啷驶过大桥，带我回到布朗斯维尔的家。A walker in the city, Alfred Kazin. We were of the city. But somehow not in it. Whenever I went off on my favorite walk to Highland Park in the American district to the north on the border of Queens, and climbed the hill to the old reservoir from which I could look straight across to the skyscrapers of Manhattan, I saw New York as a foreign city. There, brilliant and unreal, the city had its life, as Bronxville was ours. That the two were joined in me, I never knew then. 
not even on those glorious summer nights of my last weeks in high school, when, with what an egg, I would come back into Brownsville along Liberty Avenue, and as soon as I could see blocks ahead of me, the Labor Lyceum, the malted milk and Fatima signs over the candy stores, the old women in their house dresses sitting in front of the tenements like priestesses of an ancient cult, knew I was home. We were the end of the line. We were the children of the immigrants who had camped at the city's back door, in New York's rawest, remotest. Cheapest ghetto, enclosed on one side by the Canarsie Flats and on the other by the hallowed middle-class districts that show the way to New York. New York was what we put last on our address, but first in thinking of the others around us. They were New York, the Gentiles, America. We were Brownsville, Brownsville, as the old folks said, the dust of the earth to all Jews with money. And notoriously, a place that measured all success by our skill in getting away from it. So that when poor Jews left, even Negroes, as we said, found it easy to settle on the margins of Brownsville. And with the coming of spring, bands of gypsies who'd rent empty stores, hand their rugs around them like a desert tent, and bring a dusty and faintly sinister air of carnival into our neighborhood. For all those first summer walks into the city, all daily walks across the bridge for years afterward, when I came to leave Brownsville at last, were efforts to understand one single half hour at dusk, on a dark winter day, the year I was fourteen. There had been some school excursion that day to City Hall and the courts of Lower New York, and looking up at the green dome of the sky as we came into Park Row. I found myself separated from the class, and decided to go it across the bridge alone. I remember holding a little red volume of the world's greatest selected short stories in my hand as I started out under the arcade of the municipal building. Suddenly, I felt lost and happy as I went up another flight of steps, passed under the arches of the tower, and waited next to a black barrel. The trolleys clanged and clanged. Every angry stalled car below sounded its horn as they all poked their way along the bridge. The trains crackled and thundered over my right shoulder. A clock across the street showed its lighted face. Along the fire escapes of the building were sculptured figures of runners and baseball players, of prize fighters flexing their muscles and wearing their championship belts. But from that platform under the tower, the way ahead was strange. Only the electric sign of the Jewish Daily Forward, burning high over the tenements of the East Side, suddenly stilled the riot in my heart as I saw the cables leap up to the tower, saw those great meshed triangles leap up and up, higher and still higher. Lord, my Lord, when will they cease to drive me up with them in their flight? Somewhere below, they were roasting coffee, handling spices. The odor was in the pillars, in the battered wooden planks of the promenade under my feet, in the blackness unwelling from the river. Never again would I walk Brooklyn Bridge without smelling that coffee, those spices. The trolley car clanged, 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 taking me home in Bronxville from the bridge.
今天的节目就要结束了，感谢您的收听，我是沈听，我们明天见。